Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm really thrilled that you're with us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a bunch of people on hold already this evening, and it'll be fun to see who all calls in and see where they're from and see what their questions are. But before I get to that, a couple of things. I was on Dr. Dr. Christian Northrup's show on Hay House Radio yesterday, and it was so much fun. She is the fairy godmother of women's health, as far as I'm concerned, and I will post that link as soon as I get access to it. But what a delight she is, and and uh, we had a lot of callers on that show, too, so it was a lot of fun. Secondly, I know a lot of us watched the royal wedding last weekend. I was I was all about it. I thought it was just spectacular, just fabulous in every way. And funny enough, it was on at 6 a.m. here in Central Time in Sweet Home, Alabama, where I am. And I woke up on my own at 10 till 6. So it was perfect timing. I turned on the TV and got to see the royal family arriving, got to watch it live. And then I came back from my yoga class and working out. And my husband had texted me, my husband Tim, and he said, okay, wait till you get home and wait till I get home. He was out running errands. And he said, and then I'll watch the wedding with you. Now, this was the man that was giving me so much grief about watching all this stuff, and he ended up watching it and really enjoyed it as well. So that was good, too. But just as a fun thing, I scanned the crowd just because I thought, I want to see who's there from a spirit world perspective. And I always scan weddings when I'm there because it's just fun seeing who all is there. And um, Diana was there. She was sitting next to Charles. I thought it was interesting. The space in front of the Queen and Prince Philip were was empty. And I thought, perfect. And there, there she was. And she had on a, um, a mint green coat, kind of like what Kate's look like, Kate, Princess Kate's look like, and a hat. But she, um, her mint green outfit was... Uh, a little bit darker green than Megan's mother. So that was fun to see her. So Charles had Camilla on his left and Princess Diane on his right, closest to her boys. I thought that was very sweet. And then above where there was, uh, there were three rows in the chapel. And above that were a whole bunch of deceased kings and queens and other relatives. So on the royal family side, the queen mother, so Queen Elizabeth's mother and King George, her husband, Queen Elizabeth's dad were there. 
And Queen Victoria was there and other kings and queens that I recognized, even down to Henry VIII and a lot of a lot of those royals that are buried in that chapel. Their spirits were all there as well. And then on uh, Meghan's mom's side, on Meghan's side of the church, her grandparents, both sets were there. Her great-grandparents were there and other family members and friends were there too. So I thought that was just extraordinary. The other thing, at every wedding that I go to, whether it's in a cathedral or a fancy church like they were in St. George's Chapel or in a field or regardless of denomination, regardless of religion, regardless if you've got like a Maharishi marrying you in a cornfield, it doesn't matter. When the married, when the couple that's getting married takes their vows, there's this dome of light that that comes down on top of them and just encapsulates the bride and groom. It's really cool. And it reminds me of, I have an antique clock of my grandmother's where it has a glass dome on the workings of the clock. It's maybe two feet tall and it has a glass dome. I know you guys have seen these. And, um, and I see that at every wedding that I go to energetically. And I have to believe that it, people throughout history have seen that dome as well. And I often wonder if that's where the Jewish chuppah comes from. Because at Jewish weddings, they either stand under a, uh, under a chuppah, you know, somebody's holding up a cloth that's a canopy over them, or they're, they're in a gazebo, or, or I've been to Jewish weddings where it's really elab- a really elaborate dome with flowers and stuff. So um, I thought that would be interesting for you guys to know that Megan and Harry, as did Will and, and um, Kate, as did Diana and Charles, as did Charles and Camilla, they all have domes over them, regardless of of how they're getting married and by whom, which I think is really extraordinary as well. So with that, let's go to the phones, and I believe our first caller is Susie. So, Susie, are you there? Hi, Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call, and that was really fascinating to hear what you just shared about the wedding. I know. I know. It was fun. Um, It was fun to see. (laughs) I knew so Diana been, would be there, Suze. So I knew, of course, I knew she'd be there, and she was. Yeah. But, uh, That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you so, got a question thank for you. me? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I've asked you in the past about this block salivary gland that I've had for over two years, and last time we talked, about, I don't know, a month ago, you suggested I get the doctor to prescribe more antibiotics, which I did, and he mm-hmm. increased it from three times a day for 10 days of the clindamycin to four times a day. But I, I didn't take it yet because I wanted to ask you that thing about in best interest because he also was encouraging me to get that MRI that I know you said in the past we could wait. So I'm trying to do something called uh, Reiki Tumo, distant healing every morning, hoping it'll help it and that I can maybe avoid taking the antibiotics because of what it'll do in my stomach and also mm-hmm. um, avoid the MRI just so my insurance is better. But it's starting, yesterday it started to get really red. It has like a red rash that's been happening since about January, right on the blocked gland, you know, where the, the gland is blocked on my left side. So I just thought I'd check with you what's in my best interest, you know. Do I need to get the MRI now? Do I need to take the antibiotics? Or can I try this Reiki tumor? What are you seeing that's making it so much more red? 
know. Well, well I, I got you on my radar, Susie, and what that means to those of you that are first-time callers is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. We're all spirits in a body having a human experience, and we vibrate more slowly when we're in our bodies just because the body has mass. So I close my eyes. I turn this ability on and off at will. Don't walk around scanning people because I just don't think that's an ethical thing to do. And so I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It hooks into Susie, and Susie's called in many times, and so I know she lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. Right, Susie? Unless you've moved. No, and, here. Okay. All right. Stay in here. Love and, here. And so I have, um, I have her on my screen in my head. Susie, I can see it's very red. I've, got, I've, I've watched a healing. I've watched it get encapsulated. I get it's in your best interest to take the antibiotics, and I, get that you can, I still get that you can wait on the MRI. Okay. So you think even if it's going to cause stomach troubles, it's better to take the antibiotics? And, well, okay. I, I'm, I'm okay. seeing that it's still very inflamed and it's infected. So okay. I think, what, what antibiotic did he give you? Clindamycin. Uh, well, the clindamycin really work on disease infection, I get a yes before the question's even out. So okay. I, well, I would that's... do it, but just, you know, take it easy Thank on you. anything that's fermented and, 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 and just try and eat as clean as you can. Cleanly, I okay. guess is the word I need. So, okay, well, good <laughs> right. luck. Thank you so much, Julie. You bet. Bye, Bye. Bye. All righty. Let's go to our next caller. And our next caller is Deborah. So, hi, Deborah. Okay. Hello. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Oh, good. Here I am. Yes. <laughs> I was, I've done these before, but I wasn't sure about the unmuting part. Uh, I, yes. I have Thanks. full control from my dashboard. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Oh, good. That makes it easier. Please tell um, everybody I, where you're calling us from. We're, oh, oh San, it's the East Bay of San Francisco. I'm following the first call, and um, oh, it's great. the East Bay, and it's San Ramon. Terrific. Yeah. Got a question yeah. for me? I do. I have um, had a sudden... Uh, very painful bursitis and okay. it just came up. I'm extremely healthy. I don't understand it. It is, uh, I'm on, you know, a very low inflammation diet. Mm. So I'm, I'm wondering what you, um, I've, I have had a treatment for it and it seems to be, but it's, it's almost like a psycho spiritual question more so than just a medical one. And I know you're, you're a medical intuitive, so right, <laughs> Here we go. right. Yeah. So what I did was I connected into you while you were describing what was going on, just for time's sake. And it's interesting because when I get somebody on my radar, they show up facing me, Deborah. But you showed up with your backside facing me, cute backside, <laughs> and, um, and I can oh. see inflammation on your right side, and it seems to be really specifically in your right elbow. Where are you hurting? Oh, that's so interesting. Well, you are very correct. It is my right elbow, and it is my right hip, and okay. while I was in the kitchen, uh, long story short, my husband said, I'll start over here. The floor was wet in front of the dishwasher. I went over there and I fell and it hit on okay. my right elbow and my right hip. But this was months ago. Okay. So now all of a sudden I'm actually, uh, I was in France 
and I could not lift my right leg to get into the bathtub. I mean, it was oh, excruciating. Yeah, and it, but it's such a shock to me cause, because I've really never had any very, thank God, serious pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I'm watching happen is a healing, Deborah. And so when somebody shows up on my radar, the energy always goes where it's needed most first. So I can see inflammation on your right side. And like I said, it's, it's the worst at your right elbow. But it was interesting that you presented from the back view, if you will. So what I'm yes. watching happen is I put anti-inflammatory energy, which is kind of a blue, royal blue fog looking stuff. And um, okay. inflammation just looks like red fog. And so I'm putting the anti-inflammatory energy on there to get it calmed down. Okay, on that elbow, you've got a little teeny, teeny bone chip. You chipped your elbow. You, you've got a fracture in there. You, it's a little, you've got a little bone chip out. So what I'm watching happen is I'm watching what I call stem cell energy, which is this, clear, imagine clear fog with sparkles in it. It's like if, if Tinkerbell blew a handful of her pixie dust into clear fog, that's what oh, LNC looks like. And I'm watching that regenerate where that little, um, that little chip is out. And, um, and now I'm watching it get smoothed over. This is a healing, Deborah. I'm watching it get smoothed over with energetic bone cement. And I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices. So I've seen bone cement used for decades. And I, I w- oftentimes will see things used in energetic healings that I saw in the actual operating room. So I'm doing that. Let me go down and look in your hip. Your hip joint You've got a little bit of what normally would be considered to be arthritis in your hip joint. And um, arthritis in surgery looks like little crystals of rock salt. And so what they do is they just get it out. And so that's what I'm watching happen is I'm watching those little, I call them crunchies. They're little crunchies in there. And they're getting, I'm getting that taken out around your joint and then what I'm watching is I'm watching a little bit more cartilage be generated in there again that stem cell energy is coming in there so this is a healing it's spinning in a in a clockwise direction looks like a centrifuge of sparkly energy that's going to generate new um, some new cartilage in there that's going to give you more padding the other thing I would recommend is have you been to see a chiropractor Yes, I have been under chiropractic care. In fact, my pelvis was tilted. Yeah, and that fixed that's the problem say. a bit. But you are absolutely correct about my right elbow because even though I had an X-ray, yeah. not an MRI, there there's something. It's like I can still touch it and it still yeah. hurts. But it, it wasn't fractured. Blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. You had a bone chip out. And that doesn't show up most of the time on scans. And oftentimes this woo-woo scanning stuff that I do, I can see stuff in my mind's eye that doesn't show up on scans. And oftentimes I can see things before it shows up on a scan, like if it's a tumor or something. Oftentimes mm-hmm. I can see that too. You're going to heal. You're going to heal completely. You're still a twisted sister. Your pelvis is still not right. I think you need to go get another adjustment. I would leave your elbow alone. I wouldn't let them adjust your elbow at this point. Just let it heal, okay. and when it really hurts, put it in a sling. I would give it. Okay. I, would, I would go, you know, go to CVS or Walgreens or someplace and buy a sling, and okay. um, and you're you're going to heal completely from it. Oh, you'll be you'll you. be back to perfect. Oh, thank you. Oh, bless you. You bet. You, you're, you were right on target. I have to say. Okay. It's okay. Amazing. Thanks the right so much. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye bye. 
All righty. Our next caller is Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Julie. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I can. Where are you? Great. I'm in Connecticut. Terrific. What's going on up there? Uh, Well, I just had a a medical question. I'll make it brief so everybody can get on on this call. Okay. Um, Over the last couple of months, I've been having this terrible really bad pain in my in my neck in my scalenes uh, occipital ridge particularly and now i it's developed into an, an incredible um pressure like inside of my head my head feels like it's being squeezed mhm but also intense pressure in the neck muscles the occiput um even when i move so my eyes so explain what that is to people that have no idea what those terms mean Oh, I'm so sorry. That's no, okay. Talk to, us, talk to us in, in normal language. I'm a massage therapist. I'm sorry. I can tell. I knew you were something in the medical provider industry. Okay, go ahead. The scalenes are the neck muscles. They're the muscles that attach, like, the head, you know, to the rest of the body. And the, and the occipital region is right where the skull attaches to the neck. It's like yeah. a little ridge. You can actually feel where the skull attaches to the neck. Right. And the occipital area, the, the tension in it is on a scale of 1 to 10, 10. The pressure in my head, I feel like my head is just going to explode. Oh. And, it's, and it's been this way for a couple of months, and it's gotten bad. And, and I feel like sinus pressure when I move my eyes. There's a little bit of a headache. Yeah. I wake up with a headache every morning. Um, I can touch the muscles in my neck, especially along my scalp, and I can feel where it's sore. But there's also a lot of internal pressure. Mm-hmm. And what? I, before I start going to doctors, which I hate to do because they'll never figure it out, I, I needed to talk to you. <laughs> okay, so I've got you on my radar. I've been I've been checking you out while we were talking, and um, what I'm getting is again chiropractic care. Your twisted sister, your twisted sister, and also, do you grind your teeth at night? I, you know, my dentist asked me the same thing just this uh-huh. week, and uh-huh. I really do not. I have absolutely no TMJ, no jaw pain, no pain in the temporal area at all. Okay, well, the- I think you do. I think there's a good chance you do. I think it would behoove you to get mouth guards made for both your upper and your lower palates. Try that. I think it's really going to relieve a lot of the pain and go see a chiropractor for your neck. I'm not seeing anything alarming. I think you're just out out of alignment, and I think you're... You're grinding your teeth at night, and we don't know if we grind our teeth because we're asleep. But I think I really, I got that. That's come in two or three times while I had you on my radar. So um, I think that's what's going on. And sometimes it doesn't present as TMJ. Sometimes it presents as sinus pressure. I know multiple people that have had that, and they get those mouth guards, and it goes away. The pain goes away. So uh, That before- makes more sense. I could not figure out why I had sinus pressure and this tremendous pressure in my neck and exterior in my neck and internally in my sinuses. I could yeah. not get the question. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people, before they figure it out, go have multiple sinus surgeries, and then they're in this black hole of right. those lead to other complications and things like that. So I would try the mouth guard, go see a, a really good chiropractor, and um, let your friends give you a massage after the chiropractic. Okay. And I think, I think you will completely heal. 
That's perfect. So there's, you don't see anything serious going on like a brain I tumor? <laughs> I don't. I don't. No tumor. As Arnold That's said, great. no tumor. Yeah. No, I think Thank you're good. Thank you so you're much. You're most Julie. welcome. So okay. Thank Bye-bye. You. Thanks Bye. for calling in. Alrighty, our next caller is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you, girl? Oh, I didn't know I was coming up so soon. Great. Where are you calling us from? I am in a northern area of L.A. right now. Okay, terrific. Like where, Northridge or someplace? Uh, Thousand Oaks. Oh, yeah. So farther north. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to live in Westlake Village. Right next door. Oh, yeah, very nice. It's a nice area. It is. So it is. You got a quick question for me? Um, so this is my first time calling. So initially, I was going to just ask any anything general that that you can give. I see that it's more geared toward medical. So no, I, it's anything. It's anything. Okay. Um, well, is there anything in particular that you see? Do you want me to scan you medically or do you want to talk to a deceased loved one? I mean, I, I am a, I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo and I'm a buffet of psychicness. <laughs> so pretty much anything you want to know from the spirit world, we could check it out. So do you well, want to think about it for a minute and I'll come back to you? Well, actually, I was thinking that uh, so I have a bad habit of biting on my lip, and it's been too long, and I'm feeling that it is causing more problems in my jaw and things like that, um, and actually, even in my eye, I feel the tension, and I'm trying to quit, but um, it's kind of tense moving and, and other things. So I don't, I, even if you can, if there's anything that can help me from continuing this bad habit, that would mm-hmm. be great. Okay. Let me get you on my radar. This laser beam heading out to L.A., to Thousand Oaks. And, okay, got you. Let me see. You bite primarily on your lower lip? Yeah. So I'm seeing a picture of? Okay. All right. So why is Jennifer biting on her lower lip? Habit. Okay. How can she stop it? Put really bad-tasting lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I get. Yeah. Go find some, you know, sometimes, and I've had, we've all bought lipstick at the drugstore or someplace, and we put on a, it just tastes awful. So go yeah. find lipstick that looks really good and put it on and try that as an easy mm-hmm. fix that it just is going to taste so bad that you're not even going to want to taste it. Right. And do you do any kind of healing with it? Because I do feel, um, even now that I've been slowing down and, and stopping some days, but I, I do feel the tension in my jaw, in um, even my eye. Actually, my eye seems to have been weaker yeah. than the other one. Okay. And I see that it's your, that it looks to me like the right side is more affected than the left side when I'm facing you. Um, so let me, what I'm doing. Well, I'm just still getting this, get this lipstick, get some bad tasting lipstick, find (laughs) some lipstick that just is nasty. And I know that sounds so funny. I've never gotten that as a suggestion before as a divine download. And um, yeah, your right side of your jaw is pretty tight. So um, 
what I'm getting is to exercise it, to release the tension. So open your mouth, put your head back, open your mouth really wide, and then hold it for a count of three and then close it and do that five times and do three sets of five. And what it's going to do is it's going to loosen your jaw muscles, Mm kind of like when you do yoga, you know, and you're in a position, but you're stretching, but it, it, it helps you know, relieve stress in the muscle. I think you can do the same thing. I don't think it's a big deal. I think you're going to be just mm-hmm. fine. Just just go buy some bad-tasting lipstick or chapstick. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling in. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. And I think our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kat. Hi, Julie. Are you there? Hi, Kat. I am. How are you? Can you hear me? I can. You can probably hear my little furry child in the background. She's yelling at me to feed her. <laughs> oh. Tell everybody uh, your furry child's name. Her name is Katie the Cat. Katie the Cat. She's our show's mascot. Although I haven't talked to you in a long time. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you got a question for it? Tell everybody where you're calling from, first of all, please. I am calling from uh, Dayton, Ohio. Okay, and you got a question for me? I do. Um, I was up to see, I went up to see my parents yesterday. Uh And as you know, my father is in a kind of slow process of um, his passing still. Right. But there was a distinct change this time, I felt. So my, my sense was, I think we're getting pretty close. And he said something to me. Because he says things to me that he doesn't to other people when it's just me and him. And he mm-hmm. said to me, um, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that was clear. Okay. So right. I was just curious if I was reading that correctly and if you had any other any other insights or messages from him or anything. Yeah, absolutely. And if I remember correctly, his name's Jack, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you and Dayton. And then from you, I'm going to hook into Jack, your dad. And uh, so here we go. Laser beams heading north. Got you. Got Jack. All right. Jack is in phase 11 of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. And he is... His, his spirits entered a vortex. Everybody, what we're talking about is when somebody is dying, their spirit exits the body through the top of their head, and it holds on, and it kind of looks like a cartoon caption. And then we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. And, um, and I'm going to mute whoever just called in, but I'll come back to you. And, um, and so... Uh, Jackson, phase 11 of 12, you can see these graphics at AskJulieRyan.com, my website, on the 12 phases of transition. And I always ask somebody when they're dying three questions. So let's ask Jack. Jack, are you ready to go? Yes. Jack, are you in pain? No. Jack, what do you need? My family. And that's pretty much what he's told us for several months. Right, Kath? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's still pretty accurate yeah. to the hasn't changed so, much. He's taking a long time. He's been dying for, what, about a year? Oh, well, it actually started with the strokes two and a half years ago. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't in the tra- phases of transition at that point. Um, it seems like it's been more than a year, but maybe it hasn't. 
Okay. So Jack is a great example of, we all go through these 12 phases of transition. And again, you can see the graphics on my site, but Jack's a great example of somebody that's taking a long time. And we all decide when we go, where we go, who's with us when we go, how we go, all of that. It's all the person who's dying's decision. Oftentimes, people who die really quickly in a car accident or something, they'll go through the 12 phases in an instant. And Jack is one of those people who's, who's been in the slow process. And, and it's fine. It's whatever serves the dying person's needs. And, and oftentimes, I think that happens too, Kath, and you probably agree with me on this, it, it's to let the family get used to the idea and deal with it. I know, but where's yeah. the name? Don't yeah. you agree? I so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, and, you know, yeah, I don't, I think, I thought, I think my mom is pretty prepared and I think I'm pretty pre- prepared, but I could, you know, I, I could be wrong. But, um, but you have a sister that hasn't really been engaged though, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes, he may be waiting for her. You never know. Yeah. So, yeah. well, thanks for calling in and keep us posted yeah. on how he's doing. <clears throat> I will. Thanks, Julie. Okay. You bet. Take Take care. care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night. We record it every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information in a bunch of different places. On all the socials, I'm listed as Ask Julie Ryan. So Instagram, Facebook, um, even on YouTube. It's all under Ask Julie Ryan. I really don't do Twitter very much, but I do the other ones way more than that. And I will uh, post on the show day, I'll post a reminder. Call in tonight. Here's the call-in information. So follow me on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, also, wherever you download podcasts, this information is in the show notes. So if we're on, I think, about 40 different outlets, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Android stuff, Blueberry, on and on and on. So um, just look in the show notes if you need the call-in number, if you want to call in and join us. Also, the call-in information is on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And if you can't join us, right next to where the show information is, is a little thing that you can sign up for my blog, which I send out on Thursday mornings. And again, it has the call-in information for the show. And that's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. Also, when you're on my site, sign up for a private session because then we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, We can talk about medical stuff, pet stuff, deceased loved ones, a combination of all of the above, 
spirit guides, past lives. It makes it really interesting and really fun. And um, so consider doing that as well. I Speaking of private sessions, I am giving away a private session each month on the first Thursday of the month. So next Thursday will be, I think it's the 30th. Is that the 30th? If it's not next Thursday, it's the following 30, um, Thursday. And you have to do three things to enter the drawing. And my sessions are 155 bucks an hour, so you win a free session valued at $155. And all you have to do is follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan and subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And then each month I will give away a free session, which will be really fun. Okay, with that, here's a question that somebody submitted online. And her name's Julie, and she lives in Bridgeport, Nebraska. Any, I was going to say New England. No, that's Nebraska. (laughs) And she said, hi, Julie. My mother passed away three years ago, and since that time, I've had a very strong internal instinct that I should make a change in my life. I've been feeling directed to look at my options as far as my career or job are concerned. I've co-owned a business with my sister for 18 years and would like to know what my mother has to say about this. I've been praying to her and to God to help me be guided in the right direction, but have not felt any more certain than I did nine months ago. Am I on the right path? Or am I not putting my energy into the right area of my life? Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Julie. Love your name. (laughs) Since we have the same name. In order to get some guidance for you, excuse me, I choked myself up on that one. In order to get some guidance for you, I energetically connected to you and found your mother's spirit standing at your right shoulder. When asking her if it's in your best interest to stay in business with your sister, I got a yes. That means the information I received telepathically in my head, I call it divine downloads, and it's from the spirit world, I got a yes. When I asked her if it was in your best interest to change careers, she said no. So I'm getting this information from Julie's mom. Then I asked the same questions to God, the universe, your spirit guides, and deceased loved ones. And I put in parentheses, the group. And I like to ask questions to to everybody and their brother. Let's bring in God and the universe and angels and spirit guides and deceased loved ones and the whole group so that we can get the best guidance we can get on things, especially if they're really important in our lives. The general consensus was to stay in business with your sister and not to change careers. In addition, your mother said to only make changes that feel, and she really emphasized the word feel, that feel right and to remember there aren't any mistakes in life, just experiences. I found when I do something that feels bad, even when I've rationalized the decision in my head, I always regret it. We all have had that experience where our intuition tells us to do something, we do the opposite of it, and then we think, why in the heck did I do that? So follow your intuition. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Do it. If it feels bad, don't do it. I went on to say, the group suggested exploring some type of education in a subject matter that interests you. They said it would open new horizons for you with the people you'll meet and adventures you'll have. In particular, I got, it may be a good idea for you to learn about Indian archaeology in your area. Now, that was random 
but I just report what I get. And she lives in Nebraska, so I know there were a bunch of Indians in Nebraska, you know, when America was young and even before America in that, was America in that part of the country. Are there any Native American museums or historic settlements nearby? Does a local college or university offer adult education classes on this and other subjects? Perhaps a local library or historical society may have lectures on topics that interest you. I often attend lectures on a multitude of subjects at local universities, museums, and even online. One last thing. Your mom wants you to stop smoking. So she got busted on that. Hope this information is helpful. Thanks for your question. So, Julie, my my Siamese twin separated at birth. No, just kidding. Great name, though. Um, there's your answer to the question that you that you sent in. Okay, let's go to our next caller, and I believe our next caller is another Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. You're um, most welcome. I spoke with you about three weeks ago about a um, a little dog. Well, she, Sophia, my Labrador, she is um, she's passed now. You oh. saw her spirit bubble. Yeah. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Frisco, Texas. Uh, Frisco, Texas, about 20 okay. minutes north of Dallas. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I remember when you called in and we talked about Sophia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know it. Um, so I'm just sorry. wondering, is she, is she here? Is she? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's standing right next to you on your right side. Oh. Yeah. And she's got a bandana around her neck again. Didn't, didn't we talk about that last time? Yeah, well, yeah, but that was a different dog. That was Courtney. That okay, was a well, different, this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this one's got a bandana around her neck now. So wow. maybe they all have. Maybe your dog's just like bandanas when they go into spirit form. And it's kind, of, it's kind of a lavender color, but it's got, you know, the black markings of a bandana uh-huh. on it. Yep. It's, it's, it's lavender bandana. So it's not your typical red bandana. It's a shishi lavender bandana. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I need to see if she suffered during her last... She was just two weeks ago today is when we had to put her down. I'm sorry. Oh, it was horrible, horrible. So did she suffer, what, in her last few days? Um, last well, week? yeah. Well, it wasn't even last few. She got better. You, you even predicted that she would bounce back. She might even have a comeback, which she did, and we were so grateful for. My husband's here listening, by the way. That's why I have you on speaker. Um, oh. But... Um, she did kind of bounce back a little bit, but then all of a sudden she just went down. It was like within a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Didn't she tell us that 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 would happen? And didn't I don't remember exactly what she told us, Jennifer. But she said something about controlling her bowels or something. Am I remembering? Yes, that correctly? yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Did that happen? No, yeah. that part did not happen. But she threw okay. up violently, a lot of blood. Oh, well, that would be controlling her bowels, too. You know, yeah. I mean, that's all part of the GI system. Um, oh, yeah. So, question for her. Um, question for her. Is she, uh, can, can you give me any validation or idea of what you're doing now? Where are you? How are you? She's saying that she's with you all the time. She says that she hangs out in the backyard. You, do you have a pool in your we backyard? Do. 
Uh-huh. Okay, she hangs out near the pool. Is and I and she's showing me that you have like grass around the edge of the pool, and then you've got cement around the actual pool, like some right. kind of a, you know. So she's she's showing me that she lays on the cement in the morning, and then she's in the grass when it gets hot. Oh, hot perfect. Even though she's in spirit form, she my guess is she did that when she was alive. So she's she showing me that she's in those two places. She's also showing me sitting next to you on the couch. Did oh. she sit next to you on a couch? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So her spirit is showing me that too. So she's around you all the time. And Jennifer, if you if you think you hear her, if you think you see her out of the corner of your eye, if you think that you feel her next to you on the couch, you're right on all accounts. Wow. You are seeing her, you are feeling her, you are hearing her. And so often when we lose a beloved pet or even a deceased, you know, a a loved one, a person, and we see or we feel them, we think, oh my God, that can't be real. I'm losing my mind. And we discount it. Don't discount it. It's, it's real. The more you accept it, the better you're going to get at it, the easier this is going to come into you. We all have these intuitive capabilities. And, uh, and so she's, she's there with you. So Incredible. my guess is I would imagine that you probably have felt her or thought you've heard her or seen her, right? Oh, I have. I have. Absolutely, I have. Um, now, the um, the last few moments of her life before um, the euthanasia happened, was she coherent? Was she completely aware of what was going on? She was aware, but her spirit was out of her body. It was attached onto the top of her head. And it looks like the graphics, again, on my side of what people go through. I don't see pets surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones like they're deceased, you know, parent parental pets. <laughs> but I see their little spirits come out of the top of their heads. She was there. She was watching. You know, when you hear people talk about a near-death experience and they say that they see things from up above, Yes, because their spirit's out of their body and it's on top of their head, but it's still attached to the top of the head and it looks like a bubble in a cartoon caption. So, um, yeah, she was absolutely aware. She said, you did everything perfectly. She's always going to be with you and she wants you to get another dog. <laughs> she wants to say, Okay, okay, well, we can do that. I think Courtney said the same thing. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a, a puppy mom. So, okay. okay. Julie, All thank right. you so very much. I love You're you. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Okay. Hi to your husband. Right. Okay. Sure. Bye, husband. Thank you. Love <laughs> you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I don't know his name, but he, he probably answered a husband. So, All right. Speaking of Julie's, here's a Juliana. Hi, Hi Juliana. There. How are you? Hi. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. My pleasure. Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm calling you from Los Alamitos, California. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? I do. Um, my question is more um, physically. I feel great and everything, but I was more just curious, uh, Julia, if, if you felt by whether I had any particular, I guess, spiritual gifts. Oh, do you feel like you do? I do. I, I do. I think I'm just kind of searching and trying to understand um, like kind of where they, what, what, what they are, if they're more spirit guides, if they're, if they're angels, I, I do feel it, but I, I guess I'm still kind of confused about it. 
Well, when you say spiritual gifts, I take that to mean, do you feel a presence or presences around you? Do you feel like you see see spirits? Are you, what, what are you experiencing? Sure. I guess it's more just, um, I guess, kind of the sense of knowing, just a, maybe a deeper sense of intuition. I don't see things or hear mm-hmm. things. I guess I just kind of feel things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just didn't know if you were able to, I guess, connect with me from Alabama to California to my home to see if, like, I guess, kind of, if I do, I guess, and, and if it's what, what it's more based in, if it's deceased loved ones, angels. Okay. It's all of the above. I can tell you that okay. before I even connect to you, but, but yes, okay. I will connect you and tell you who's around you. But we all have intuitive capabilities, and the more we use them, the more enhanced they become and the better we get at them. All, mm-hmm. all of this stuff that I do, Juliana, I learned how to do. Mm-hmm. I, I was with dead people chasing me as a child, mm-hmm. but they did know it so I learned how to do all this stuff and um, and so when you talk about it, it's just kind of a knowing that's called direct knowing and mm-hmm. like how we all learn we learn visually auditorially or kinesthetically we feel things we hear things we see things to remember things mm-hmm. you know when you're in school, all of us for me to memorize something I need to see it if mm-hmm. I hear I'll, rem- I'll sometimes remember it but I need to see it to remember mm-hmm. things so that that knowing thing is called direct knowing, and spirits communicate telepathically. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a thought in your head, you're communicating with spirit. The, the best way that I have found, if you have a question for spirit, is just to preface it with, is it in my best interest too? Or is it mm-hmm. in someone else's best interest too? And then finish the sentence and make it as specific as you can because spirits are crazy, mm-hmm. really, really literal. Mm-hmm. And, and the more concise we can be in our questions, the better guidance we're going to get because when we ask a general question, they're going to respond, but our perception of what their response means has a lot of interpretation involved. So the more mm-hmm. precise and concise we can be with our questions, the better we can we can be. So here we okay. go. Okay. Heading to you on the left coast, and um, okay. So you right now have spirit guides around you, and spirit. Okay. We all have spirit guides, Juliana, and. The, what they look like to me is different versions of Father Time. Mm. Old men, long white hair, white beards, white robes, tall, short, skinny, fat, medium, doesn't matter. That's how they all appear to me initially. They stand in a semicircle behind you wherever you go. And, um, and then when we call on each individual one, then they morph into looking like what they looked like in the lifetime that correlates with how they're advising you in this current okay. lifetime. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. Okay. So you have seven of them around wow. you in a horseshoe behind you right now. And okay. my guess is if you were to ask a question right now, that would be who's answering you especially if it's something very specific. So what I would recommend is if you want, schedule a private session and we'll go through who those spirit guides are. And and it's really fun to learn who they are and what they did in the lifetime that that, uh, correlates with how they're advising you. Okay. 
Okay. Well, thank you no. for your guidance, Julie. It's a pleasure you to discover you okay. from uh, Dr. Northrup's uh, podcast or interview. Well, thank so. you so much for calling in. Okay. Take care. Have a good evening. Okay, you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. I believe our next caller is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. So great to talk to you. Thank you. Where are you? I'm in Orlando, Florida, and I'm calling about uh, two friends. Okay. Um, one is in Boston, Georgia, which is near Thomasville, Georgia, southwest Georgia. Her yeah. name is Allison. Okay. And the other one is named Rebecca in San Jose, California. Okay. okay. From San Jose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. From one coast to the other. And I was just wondering if you could just do a quick scan on both of them. Um, they both are having health issues. Yeah. Tell me the San Jose gal's name again. Rebecca Gilden. Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's what the one I'm, I'm most do... concerned about. Okay. So let's let's try her first. What I'm going to do, Linda, do they know that you're calling in and asking about them? No, they don't. All right. So I'm going to connect to you. And then from you, my laser beam is going to bounce back to San Jose from Florida. So mm-hmm. we'll go Alabama, Florida, San Jose. I'm going to ask her permission telepathically if I can scan her. If she okay. gives it to me, I will. If she says no, I won't. It's an ethical thing. I'm not going to yep. violate somebody's privacy with that. And and yep. what you can do is you can talk to her about it and then call in again or schedule a private session. Sure. So here we go. Laser beam heading to Florida. And it's so funny because Alabama is pretty far south, but you're further south than I am. So <laughs> yep. it's very rare that my laser beam goes behind my chair, but it does. <laughs> okay, now it's coming back up and going to San Jose. Okay, Rebecca. All right, I'm with your friend, Linda. She wants me to scan you energetically. Is that okay with you? No. She's giving me a no. So uh, talk well, to her about it. We'll I try will. it another time if you get her to okay. agree. Should we try Allison real quickly? Allison. Yep, she's in Boston, Georgia, in your Thomasville. All right. So got you. Oh, Boston, Georgia. That's right. You said that. I'm thinking Boston, Mass. Yeah, no, Georgia. That's why I said the Shining Sea. Not quite, but okay. All right. So Allison. I'm with your friend, Linda. She wants me to scan you. And she's going, what's that mean? <laughs> okay. Again, I can't, uh, I, I can, but I won't because it's an ethical thing for me. So talk to both of them and then either schedule a private session or call back another time. Okay. 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 Uh, thanks, for, you. thanks for joining us, Linda. Okay. Take bye-bye. care. Bye. All righty. Let's see who else we got here. We've got Marguerite. Hi, Marguerite. Hi, Julie. Hi, y'all. I'm calling from Sacramento, California. Okay, terrific. Got a quick Mm. question for me? Yes, I'm calling about my dad, Phil, and I've been his primary caregiver for almost two years now. He's been on receiving hospice services for two years, and I'm curious to get some insight about his transition. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you and then from you to your dad, Phil. All right. And mm-hmm. then we'll see, see what I can see with him. If he is in fact dying, then he will be in one of the phases of transition. If he's not, I'll be able to do a medical scan on him. Mm-hmm. But I can't do medical scans on people who are dying when their spirit's out of their bodies 
Marguerite, simply because mm-hmm. this, our spirit, our soul, our energy field, all the same thing, is the power source in our body. So when our spirit leaves our body, it doesn't have a power source. It would be like looking at an x-ray in a pitch black room. <laughs> you know, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no power source. There's no light. So let me hook into you and then hook into your, okay. Your dad is in what I would call phase eight of the 12 phases of transition. And again, you can go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. But his spirit is outside of his body, hanging on to the top of his head. There are guardian angels on either side of the spirit. You'll see this in the graphic. There's a horseshoe of angels at his feet. His parents, deceased parents, spirits, his mother's at his left foot, his father's at his right foot. And then there are horseshoes of other family and friends, deceased loved ones that are there as well. Is your mom deceased? Yes. Okay. Her spirit is, uh, is diagonally like, as you're looking at him, and you'll see this on the graphic, she's diagonally to the right of his mm. mother's spirit. But the interesting thing is the mother's spirit, the closest maternal spirit, is the one who runs the show in the spirit world. She brings in the angels. She brings in the other deceased loved ones. She facilitates his transition. Our, our his, closest, his mother. His mother mm-hmm. Our closest mm-hmm. maternal spirit. And if someone is adopted, it's the adopted mother that, whoever raised them, normally the adopted mm-hmm. mother, it's the adopted mother that runs the show, which I think is really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, there's a book mm-hmm. that I've written Marguerite called Angelic Attendance that goes into all of this and it's a really fast read and it's really heartwarming. It's very, mm-hmm. um, very comforting and very heartwarming and I would highly recommend you get a copy of that. It's available in paperback and ebook and also audio and okay. it's short and sweet and there's stories in there of families with whom I've worked and I think it'll give you a lot of perspective that will be comforting for you. Okay. Okay. And one more question about his mother is I, I sense yeah. her presence. Does she oh. have anything to say or share? Uh, well, let her me connect to her. Also. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Mm. So you were her fave probably, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm hey, named after my favorite. <laughs> I'm named after my grandma, my mima. Her okay. name was Julia. I'm Julie, mm-hmm. so I get that. I think I was her favorite, too, but don't tell well, me. Well, she's my favorite. I don't know if I was her favorite. <laughs> there you go. My Mima was my favorite, too. Okay, so she's standing to your right. So what did you call her? Um, grandmother. Okay, so so it's so proper. All right, so, so <laughs> questions for your grandmother. Hmm? Question for her. Uh, oh, oh! <laughs> she's stroking your hair. She's oh. got her hands on top of her head, and she's stroking your hair like oh. grandmas do. You know, when we're little and they're kind of just petting us. It's so mm-hmm. sweet. All right, question she's very for her. Sweet. I don't know what to ask her. I don't know. I don't okay. she have anything to say to me. I don't know. Um, she's saying that you need to get more rest. That you're not. Hmm. 
you're not getting enough rest. You need to call in help because you need to take care of yourself first. She's so funny. She's saying, tell her about the stewardesses, <laughs> old-fashioned word. You know, when you're on a plane and they always say, put your oxygen mask on first yeah. before you, you put it on your child. She's saying that you're not getting enough rest and you need to get some rest to help you get through all of this. Hmm. So okay. um, she's there with you. Okay, now she's telling me to tell you how to talk to her. You ask her a question in your head or make a comment in your head. The first thing that pops into your head, Marguerite, is going to be her answering you. And it's going to come (laughs) in as a thought. All right? Telepathic communication. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Hmm. Okay? So the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. But our loved ones are always around us, our deceased loved ones. And frankly, they're pretty funny how they tell me that it's really great because they can be with us wherever we are when they're in mm-hmm. spirit form and they don't have yeah. to wait till we come visit them or, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. I so, feel that. I, so that's wonderful. I, Thank you so much. You're most welcome. I hope that works. Hope it helps comfort you. Get my book. I promise that will comfort I you. I will. And give you a lot Definitely. of Definitely. Okay. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay, one more quick question, Miss Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Julie. How are you? Well, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Queens, New York. You've got two minutes, so got a quick question okay. for me? Yeah, I did a mammogram on Monday, and I did a breast sonogram. On the mammogram, it states that I have um, nodular asymmetry right breast, but when they do the sonogram, they didn't find anything. There's no suspicious findings. So this morning I get a phone call from the radiologist that I got to come in right away to do a diagnostic mammogram and to do a, um, to do another sonogram. I go, I'm getting ready to go to, uh, I make the appointment. I go in the shower. All of a sudden I get sick and it said, and I had this feeling that if I do this now, I'm going to regret it. Next month I'm trying to do a vegan diet. And when I'm on vacation, I'm going to go vegan to help with because I'm trying to lose weight and maybe it can help and I'm looking online it states that a plant-based diet will help reverse that if you okay. have anything so yeah so Patty I've got you on my radar when mm-hmm. um, while you were telling me what was going on I the energy went to your right breast on the outside mm-hmm. of your right breast uh-huh. okay so on you know the side next to your arm I can uh-huh. see some nodules in there they do not look malignant to me uh-huh. but um but what I've done is I've watched them get encapsulated and uh-huh. and you know you know the drill you've called in before is it in uh-huh. Patty's best interest to have another mammogram and sonogram what's the first thing that pops into your head Well the way I felt this morning is that um okay, but I shouldn't do it right now asking. That's the, what right now Real fast, what's the first thing that pops into your head? No, to wait. Okay, I get a yes that you need to go have mm. them done. Go have okay. them done. See what comes up. It may there mm. are a lot of false positives with yeah. these tests, and um, and see what comes up. And I'm going to need to run, but keep us posted. Let let us know what happens. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. Thanks, Patty. Bye bye. Okay, so with that, everybody, we are out of time. And I am sorry for those that I didn't get to.
Please call in next week, and I'll take you first. Let me know that you called in. But we got through a lot of people this evening, and I hope you all have a wonderful holiday weekend here in the U.S., everybody that's listening abroad. It's Memorial Day weekend for us over here, so it's a holiday on Monday. Hope you all have a terrific Memorial Day weekend. Go on my site. Go to the events page, AskJulieRyan.com, and go to the events page, and it'll tell you what to do to sign up for See, there's my alarm. It'll tell you what to do to sign up for um, for a free session. Schedule your private sessions too, and uh, and submit your questions online. And thanks so much for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.